everyone, welcome to Project Rusty, where we take a break from playing video games to play with the news. I'm Robert, and I'm joined here by Austin. Hey. And Mike. What's up? And you know what it is we do here every week. We come together and we talk about the weird, wacky things that happen in the games industry. Austin, you want to kick us off this week? Yeah. So, um, you know, Robert, you and I really like Apex Legends. And well, in the past, we did. I still <laughs> like it, at least the memory I have of it. But mm. uh, it's going downhill or at least not gameplay, but in terms of monetization, which originally I thought was fair. But now it seems that with this new update for season three, it takes about two hundred dollars if you want to see ever like get every single cosmetic. But that's not even the worst part. The worst part is that there's like twenty four different cosmetic skins that you can get, and they're all done through this loot box type thing. Of course, mm. um, you can't buy them specifically. They're like in packs for seven dollars each. And you don't know what you're going to get. So you basically have like what? A one in eight chance of getting what you actually want to start with. It sounds um, like they overwatched it. Yeah, they did. Okay. It, it it doesn't even end there. Okay. So you have to spend like. No, actually, I think you have to get every single skin in order to buy another thing. So you have to spend like a hundred some dollars to buy this $35 axe heirloom, which is just insulting. Oh, wait, what what is the axe for? Do they release a hero that uses an axe? I think it, I don't know. Um, I couldn't find that out because I don't have it downloaded, but I know that, you know, it, it acts like uh Wraith's um, like Punai thing. Right. I don't know Wait. if it applies to everybody. Does it actually give you a gameplay benefit? No. Like you are stronger? No, you're not. Thankfully not. OK, so then my whole response, <clears throat> excuse me, my whole response to this is uh, who cares? I mean, think of it this way, like. You could buy what you wanted. Previously, but now you have to gamble for it. Well, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you know hopefully it's not a sign of things to come i think it's I, even more insulting that you have to spend all that to buy that stupid damn axe for like 35 bucks yeah because yeah i was reading you had to spend like 120 dollars 140 dollars some shit to get all the boxes yeah and you get two for free which is i guess nice but like well, you know the first hit's always free exactly <laughs> so yeah. you keep going back so like, I don't know. I find it hard to empathize with this kind of thing. Like, I get why. I do think it's objectively a bad overall design decision for any game to do this. But at the same time, like, it's just cosmetics, right? Like, you could theoretically play the game without caring about how you look. And you wouldn't have to spend a single dime. Mm-hmm. You know, you know players got to look good. <laughs> yeah, and that's I- the thing, right? It plays on players' vanity. Yep. I think the problem here is just because, like, um, somebody mentioned this on the subreddit. Um, response like, you know, EA has no influence on our decisions or whatever. Although, I mean, this is pretty 
EA of them, isn't it? I mean, maybe. I, I don't really know who we can pin the blame on for this, but I just kind of wish it wasn't tied to money. Like, if it were tied to, you know, every match, you know, depending on your performance, you earn like Apex coin. No, Apex coins is literally the name of it. You earn uh, good boy points. And the more of those you get in game, the more of those loot boxes you can buy, but you can't buy them with real money. Right? Because then that's just, then if you get a cool skin, it's not just look at me, I'm cool, but then it's a measure of how much you like the game because you clearly need to play the game a lot to get the skin. You know, when since paying for cosmetics has become such a big deal, it, it I mean, it cheapens the whole experience, ironically, right? In that you can play a game for like two hours and say that you really like it and spend $200 to get that really cool skin you want, but you don't even play the game that much. You just dropped all that money because you want to show off how much you like the game instead of actually liking the game. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? I need you to be mad, Robert. I just, you know, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Gamers are already mad. They're just inherently built to be mad about anything. So I try to approach the industry without being mad at anything because all of it's stupid anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Microtransactions are stupid. They kind of are. I can't think of a single game that's improved by microtransactions. That's a challenge. Can you think of one? No, I'm yeah, racking, I can't think of any. Yeah, I'm racking my brain. I can't think of a single one. <sighs> hmm. So on. therefore, microtransactions are bad. That's all. No, we did on. it. There's, there's got to be one. <laughs> There's got to be. Come on. Nope. I'm out. I got nothing like really real talk. Even free games. I would rather like watch an ad every 30 minutes of gameplay than deal with the fact that I could totally spend $20 to get this really cool skin or something. That's. um, That's debatable. I hate ads. Yeah, but would you would you rather perpetuate this really awful microtransaction culture we've got? No. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the world we live in, folks. It's great. Yep. God, I've been still I've been still trying to think of one, and I still can't. Like, I'm even trying to think along the lines of like the stupidest microtransactions, and even it's like then, every game has them now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Mike, what did you bring to the table this week? Okay, so last month, uh, a Fortnite player uh, by the name... I'm sorry if you're, I butcher his name. Kyle Gierstorf. He won mm. the Fortnite World Cup, right? Mm. This past weekend, he got swatted while he was on a stream. Yeesh. And correct me if I'm wrong, is this a 16-year-old? Yeah, a 16-year-old professional Fortnite player. Yeah, it's just terrible. Okay. I hate people. Yeah, yeah in, the, in the stream, you can hear him exchange with his dad. Some, you know, you can hear them talking, and then all of a sudden, you just hear him go, I got swatted? Jesus. So he didn't even know it until, like... Until the police were at his door. Right. God. So we're just picking the stories that make the industry look like the worst thing today, right? So <laughs> microtransactions suck. People fucking suck. Like, 
I, I cannot functionally understand the human being that says, you know what I'm going to do to aggravate this one person I don't like? I'm going to call 911 on them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's shitty all around. It also is a horrible use of our taxes. Oh, yeah. I don't even um, think it's like you do it to somebody you hate. It's just because you're a stupid human being. Yeah. That thinks like, it's funny, even though it's not. No. Yeah, was I mean, it a couple years ago? Somebody got killed? Yeah, yeah people incident? die from that. Yeah, people yeah. legit die from it. So, you know, real talk. Don't swat people. It's never funny. Don't be an asshole, man. Yeah, seriously. I hope yeah. they find the guy. Maybe we, they should call 911 on his house. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Although, I mean, you know, here's a thought. I never actually thought to look into this, but when 911, when the people at 911, the operators figure out like, oh, hey, this call was fake. Like, couldn't they trace that call? Like, I imagine, you know, I mean, Google's already listening to us. The NSA is already listening to us at all times. They're I figure listening they could... to us right now. Yeah, they probably recording. are. For sure. I, so, think they, I think they can, considering they did catch the guy that um, swatted the man that got killed. Yeah, so like, why why don't they just crack down on this more? Or just, like, maybe there should be a fine in place. There might already be one. I don't know. It's kind of like uh, yelling fire in a theater. You know about that law? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really tempting to try that. You don't be... <laughs> Austin, do not yell fire in a theater. <laughs> Don't you just see what will happen? No. Uh, right now, Austin's like, oh, man, I got to try that shit. <laughs> and save that for later. <laughs> he pulls out his to-do list. Yell fire in a theater. To-do, write this article, edit this article, yell fire in a theater. <laughs> That's right. It's on my bucket list. Yeah. yeah. Visit, visit Bali. Shoot a gun. Yell fire in a theater. Where do you think I'm from? Of course I've shot a gun. That's true. So for this don't week do that at home. Well don't pretty much don't shoot a gun almost ever. Um <laughs> for for this Just week. Get on the range, man. Guys, uh, there there were like a few stories I wanna I wanted to bring up for this week. I just want to take a small detour on this one real quick. I just want to highlight this game called Omega Labyrinth Life. Y'all hear heard of this? No. Have not, no. Mike, this would be up your alley uh, in maybe the worst way. It is a full $60 game for the Nintendo Switch. And I also think it might be coming to PS4, uh, but heavily censored because it's a dungeon crawling game. Uh, that's that's kind of, you know, roguelike elements and etc. And it's a very Japanese anime girl waifu game. All right. You got cute little chibi girls running through dungeons and they're fighting stuff. Oh, man, you know how much I love me some waifu. Oh, yeah. So what's the Uh, weird thing about it? The weird thing about it is uh, you get you get these items that are unidentified, right? And, you know, you have to obviously identify them. That's pretty classic in any RPG from Diablo (laughs) to like Borderlands, right? Yeah. To identify these items, they all look like, let's say, a shriveled up hot dog. Oh, no. Oh, man. And to identify them, you need to place them right on the girl's chest. Your leading girl of your party, you need to place it right on her chest and her cleavage. 
Why? And then Why? use the, the touch screen on the Switch to to jiggle her mammary glands vigorously. And as you do that, the shriveled up hot dog slowly becomes more like a frozen hot dog mm-hmm. and it gets bigger. <laughs> until see. until I, I you identify what, the item. I don't know <laughs> what you're trying to compare this to. Perhaps you'd like to explain. No, that's it. I think you should be able to understand it from there. Hot dog, you say? It's a hot dog between two oh. mammary glands. Seems my question is, me. my question is, does the item change depending on the girl? You know, who knows? I haven't scoured enough videos of this to find out. <laughs> so maybe. I mean, Looks like I got a research project ahead yeah. of me. Source, please. I, you know, you can find it. You'll probably find it. Just Google Omega Labyrinth Life and you'll find exactly what you're looking for. When I read about this game, it reminded me a lot of Monster Mon Piece back on the PS Vita. Do you guys know about that game? Nope. Yeah. Monster Mon Piece, Austin, is a PS Vita game where it's it's basically a, a trading card game. It's a computer card game or whatever, where you collect monster cards and you summon them to defeat an enemy deck with monster cards. But all of these monsters are monster girls. Oh, Okay. Uh huh. And to level them up, you need to turn your Vita sideways and place your thumb <laughs> on the top screen and the rest of your fingers on the bottom touch screen and rub away from you and back toward you vigorously. <laughs> that sounds curiously like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> A massage. Yeah, that's what they call it. And that's what the kids call it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called these days, a massage. What a revolutionary game that is. Yeah, yo, Japan is fucked. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Japan comes up with some crazy shit, man. We live in a strange world where Nintendo is more mature than PlayStation. Yeah, that's true. Oh, no, um... This uh, game Robert's talking about, it's on the Switch. Right, but, (laughs) you know, okay, so to be fair, he was talking about this PlayStation game where you do the diddly. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, like we talked about the censoring before with PlayStation a couple times, I think. And this Labyrinth game is not on PlayStation, is it? I, it might be coming to it, maybe. I, have, well, I haven't quite looked far enough. Uh, honestly, I just saw the tweets about it, and I'm like, well, this this is it. <laughs> you can bet it's more <laughs> censored, I am sure, than the Switch version, just because of how things have been going. Look, the Switch has Neko Para on it, man. Nintendo don't <laughs> give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I was just looking at Neko Para. <laughs> yeah, Neko Para is just a full-on titty game. Like, it, there's... Like, it's, it, it's about cat girl maids and you run a cafe with them like yeah it's a titty game mm-hmm. yeah yeah another game for my bucket list mm-hmm. um and just one thing i did want to shout out here is that Mega Man x is back and i'm just excited about that like that's not even funny it's just cool because 
Mega Man X is such a fucking great game. Wait, what? It's so it's weird. It's um, it's going to be a mobile game, iOS what? and Android, uh, where you can co-op with someone online via this mobile game. But it looks and plays like classic Mega Man X, sort of. Uh, and it's going to include characters from Mega Man X, Mega Man Zero, and the ZX series, all of which are pretty fantastic. Yeah. That's cool. Even if it's on mobile. I mean, it'll get me to actually play a game on my phone. I'll say that because pretty much I've been hungry for anything Mega Man X since. I mean, eight was OK, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. Only like but, the first like four. Yeah, four is it might be the best Mega Man X game. Second, maybe the first. But, well, you definitely need to play Mighty Number no. Nine. Mm-hmm. The secret ninth Mega Man X game everyone forgets about. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll make you cry like an anime fan on prom night. Oh yeah. God. Wait. Same. That's not a good thing. Yeah, no, that that they really said that <laughs> in the trailer. That's a real thing that happened in the real actual trailer for that game. That is uh yeah. I yeah. hate that. Yeah, it's like they didn't even know who or what they're doing with that. (laughs) But I think that brings us to a close for this week's episode of Project Rusty. Austin, is there anything you want to leave the folks with? Goodbye. Cool. Forever. Mike? Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, go play. uh, What's it called? Omega Labyrinth Life? I, you know, sure. I know I will be. Oh, yeah, I'll be checking that out. Gross. (laughs) <laughs> I ain't ashamed. Uh, well, uh, at my other podcast, the Terrace House One, uh, we're about to gear into something pretty big. Terrace House Part One of Tokyo 2020 is dropping pretty soon, so we're getting excited for that. So that'll be fun. Stick around for that if you want to look up that podcast. It's Tadaima, T A D A I M A. Otherwise, you know, have a good have a good day or whatever it is, whatever time of day it is for you right now. Uh, This has been an episode of Project Rusty. You can tune in next week for another one. And until then, see ya.